You're now listening to the Love Unlocked podcast. I'm your host, Price Wright. It's so good to be with you on this incredible Wednesday. You know our mission is to help lift the brokenhearted from darkness and despair, inspire hope in everyone, and be a motivational supplement to everyday relational and spiritual health. Thank you for investing your listening ear and your quality time. And you can go a step further and join our monthly support team, invest your financial resources, and of course, we want you to share this with a friend. When you do that, you'll receive our monthly newsletter. You'll be offered one 20-minute relationship growth session video call with myself, and you'll get that annually. You'll receive our quarterly bonus content directly to your email. You'll be added to our monthly gift drawing. You'll get an invite and receive VIP recognition in the Facebook Love Unlocked Relationship Support Group. And also, that group will be on my website. So whether you're on Facebook or not, you can still be a part of that. You'll receive two free passes to the invite-only annual Love Unlocked Virtual Relationship Health Conference in August with my wife and many other couples who will be a part of that. And you'll receive coupons to all up-and-coming Love Unlocked merchandise for 2022. You want to make sure you go ahead and join the support team. Click the support button. Click the follow button to make sure you can go further and see how you can be a part of that effort. Make sure you subscribe if you're not yet subscribed uh, to all of the content. Follow the content. It depends on which site you're listening on. Either you're going to follow or subscribe. Go to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all those places. And then finally, share this content with a friend. Please make sure you do. They need to be encouraged. They need to hear this. Uh, so make sure you share it. And you know we're all about motivation. You've heard it said we seek to inspire hope in everyone and be a motivational supplement for each and every day. And here is that motivation. This is from St. Francis de Sales. And it says this, never be in a hurry. Do everything quietly and in a calm spirit. Do not lose your inner peace for anything whatsoever, even if your whole world seems upset. There's a few words I highlighted there that I really, uh, really stood out to me. The first one is uh, never be in a hurry. Do everything quietly and in a calm spirit. That's hard for some of us, especially myself, talk too much. So I love doing these podcasts because I enjoy sharing and talking and giving the goods of, of what I'm, what's going through my mind uh, and breaking down these things. And I feel like I have value to add. It's a gift that I have to encourage people. So I like to take these comments and these uh, articles that I see and then add the value and the encouragement to every single thing that I'm seeing uh, in all of these articles that I think will be a blessing and a help to you. But it says, never be in a hurry. Do everything quietly and in a calm spirit. That brings me back, back to Jesus, the words of Christ, where he's always talking about uh, we're rushing, we're looking forward to the tomorrow, and we don't even know what's going to happen. And there are those that will argue with that and say, yes, I know what's going to happen. I've got the stock market figured out. I know how my business is going to run. And yes, you may have found a formula to how certain things could go, but you absolutely have no clue what's going to happen in that next day, no matter who you are. And so uh, the next part says, do not lose your inner peace for anything whatsoever. Even if your whole world seems upset, I want you to know you don't have to live every day broken with no peace. God offers his peace, the peace of his son, right? Jesus Christ, he offers the peace and it comes by trusting, trusting him with the next day, with the next month, with the next year, with the next seconds of your life. But you've got to decide that, man, I'm going to trust God. And that's not super easy to do if you have no circle around you who's able to exemplify and show you what that looks like. That's why the church is so important, right? Because there are people who have been walking this walk, who are legit, who are doing it. And I want to, I want to encourage you and motivate you to connect yourself and surround yourself by people who can encourage you to keep taking the right steps, not to have worry and anxiety and fear. Jesus says it very simply: Do not worry, do not be anxious, do not be fearful. And we'll say, how can we do that? How can we not have fear and anxiety? And the word comes back to 
trust? Do we trust God with our future, with our tomorrow? And so uh, once again, never be in a hurry. Do everything quietly and in a calm spirit. There's something so special about that. And do not lose your inner peace for anything whatsoever, even if your whole world seems upset. I love that quote and I hope that inspires you that you need to keep your peace no matter what's happening in this world. And today our topic is finding and maintaining a peace of mind. Uh, hence the quote that we gave you about motivation, finding and maintaining peace of mind. Here's the why. Sometimes you need a break from social media situations and certain people. When something is affecting your peace, you must take a step to stop whatever that is. Every one of us knows that's true. We'll be back after this quick break. Okay, our topic is finding and maintaining peace of mind. But I want to give a little disclaimer real quick. Actually, I just want to make a, a, a spot for the brokenhearted, right? Uh, to the brokenhearted, one of the worst times uh, to try to sustain peace is when we're going through a breakup. Everything uh, that you're going through, it, it can make things life, life really hard at that moment. And hopefully you're in a healthy, well-balanced relationship where things are going great. And if so, congratulations to you. Be blessed. Keep doing the work that you're doing to intentionally uh, sustain that relationship that you're in. But if you're going through a breakup and or you're feeling heartbroken at this time for whatever reason, and you don't know how to grasp peace, you're trying to, but you just can't, I want you to know or remember that though you may be in a storm now, the storm will come to an end. To the brokenhearted, I need you to know this. No matter how difficult things look, the sun will shine again. The clouds will move away. And this is just a season of life you're in. And remember, the seasons come and seasons go. But you've got to keep on pressing forward. Study your situation. Surround yourself with a loving, gospel-centered community who can be an encouragement to your heart. And whatever you do, don't give in to the darkness. The light of Christ is beckoning you, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart. I'll never forget when I was brokenhearted and feeling like there was darkness and despair. That was a horrible season. And that season was happening to me when I was working a job at the Raphael Hotel. No knock against the Raphael. Uh, there's, I don't, I don't want to make them seem like they were bad. But the situation I was in while I was working there caused me to have a continuous torment of my mind. And this torment was horrible because it's like I was trapped in my head. And there was a lot of bad thoughts going through my head that were all about a situation that was out of my hands. I couldn't control a situation. And it really, really is hard when you cannot control the things that are happening around you. And what, and here's the surprising thing for some of you all who are hearing this. You don't really control a lot of the situations that are going on around your life. You can make choices and decisions based on what's happening. But you don't have control as much as you do, especially in relate as much as you think. You don't have control as much as you think, especially in relation to another human being. You cannot control another human being. Now, if you do try to control a human being, that's where the term manipulation comes in, right? There's a lot of bad terms associated to you controlling another person. There's never anything good that comes from that. But because I knew I was in a situation where I couldn't control, there was a torment there from my thought process of, uh, of what is this person that I love? What are they doing when I'm not looking? What's happening? Who else is trying to come into their life and take them away from me? There was some very bad thoughts that was coming and my heart was broken during that time. And so what we're talking about in the topic today is so important because it's talking about peace of mind, right? And peace of mind is a state in which your brain is at calm, at ease, and untroubled by worry. So I wanted to dig into the de definitions because the, there's a secular definition 
there's a there's a extra biblical definition and then there's a biblical definition of what peace is and that's what i want to really focus on right uh but i'm going to use an article that's an extra biblical art article that's going to talk about peace and i'm going to give you my thoughts right my thoughts come from the word of god which is my ultimate source of authority and so i'm going to give you that biblical thinking uh, about peace and so biblical peace is this it's more than just absence of conflict it is taking action uh, to restore a broken situation. It's more than a mere state of, of inner tranquility. It's a state of wholeness and completeness. Biblical peace is not something we can create on our own. It is a fruit of the spirit. It's bigger than you. It, it's supernatural. It's the power of God helping you through a situation, through many situations that are going to come in your life that could cause you to have uh, um a shakiness of your of your foundation and your mind and your peace, right? And God wants you to have peace. And without peace of mind, you might eventually begin to notice these kind of symptoms that happens to you, anxiety and stress, including these right here, sleep disturbances, aches and pains, fatigue, low stress, low energy, uh, stomach distress, anger and irritability, difficulty concentrating, relationship tension or conflict. All of these things stem out of a place of no peace. All of us have been there where there's been something that made us have to think a little bit too hard, but some of you all have been further where your peace is so shaken that you start experiencing these physical symptoms because the things that's going on in your head they don't just stay there in your head. They actually come out and they overflow into your life, right? It's like the scripture in the Bible that says uh, what's happening in your heart comes out of your mouth. It comes out of your activity of your life. So we must be careful and we must be intentional about how we navigate our peace. Now, those those things that I just mentioned that happen in the physical, they come from an article that I found that I really enjoyed that I want to dissect with my thoughts. It's called Finding Peace of Mind, Six Steps towards lasting serenity. And this was medically reviewed by Matthew Bolin, who has his PhD, and it was written by Christian Rapehold. It's, uh, it was updated October, uh, August 18th, 2021. And here's what they had to say. Uh, when, when, when you have peace of mind, you might feel these things, right? So I just gave you what happens when you have anxiety and stress, right? When, when you have anxiety and stress, you have sleep disturbances, aches and pains, fatigue, low energy, stomach distress, anger and irritability, difficulty concentrating and relationship tension or conflict. These were things that were in the article, but here's the opposite, right? You'll be at ease within yourself. You'll have a sense of compassion. You'll be unruffled by day-to-day -day worries. You'll be prepared to welcome whatever life tosses your way. These are great things that happen when you have peace. But here are the six steps, the practical steps towards having lasting serenity coming from this article. And they said, accept what you cannot change or control. Isn't that so true? that we have things in our life. I just talked about it. Uh, it comes from a place that that lack of peace comes from a place of thinking you could control something or wanting to control something that's out of your hand. When I was there at the Raphael, I spent many nights, I was working the overnight shift and I really just, I couldn't wrap my mind around all of the unknowns, the unseen, there were all these uh, different uh, things that I just couldn't calculate. I, I didn't know where they were going and it really made me unsettled in my heart. I began to think about scenarios that I may have never saw, right? What was gonna happen to my son? What was gonna happen to my wife? What was going to happen to me? All these different unknowns that were just, they made me at, uh, I was uneasy with myself, with my mind, with different uh, choices and consequences that were happening. So I had to accept what I could not change. I 100% agree with that. You must learn to accept the things that you cannot change or control. There's something much bigger that I'm going to show you, right? Because God is in control. That is the heart of where I'm going. The next one was practice forgiveness. 
You can be trapped and shackled by your unforgiveness. Somebody's done something to you. And so now you find yourself being in a place of hate and unforgiveness that can shackle you down and help and have you help you to have no peace. Why? Because you're thinking through what do I want to do to do to this person. How am I going to get them back for what they've done to me? So you have to practice forgiveness for yourself. Right. And then God tells us uh, that he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish. Right. He forgave us. He had he went ahead. Right. He shows us the ultimate way of forgiveness that he himself showed out. Uh, uh, God gave us the example of what forgiveness looks like. Right. The next one is this is number three. Practice mindfulness and meditation. For me, I, I don't like the mindful word, the meditation word. To me, that takes it away from scripture. I like the word prayer. Right. Because that's what God has said. Jesus says prayer. So for me and for you, I say this for you because I believe Jesus is the way, truth and the life. And there's no way to the father, but by him. So for you, I'm also saying you need to be praying and seeking God. That is the way you connect with God. That is the way you get pulled out of these situations that you're facing. Remember, we're talking about uh, uh, finding peace of mind, right? Sustaining, fi finding and maintaining peace of mind. And how do you do that, right? So we're saying you need Jesus, you need prayer, you need connection to God, the one who rules the entire universe. Uh, after that is make time for yourself. And you know me, I go to the word. Jesus exemplified making time for yourself. Go away into prayer. Find that private space. Find that private place to make sure you can clear your mind. I used to go on long walks. I used to enjoy going on these walks where I would just dissect. And, 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 and I still love doing that right now. I live in a new neighborhood. I'm still kind of figuring out where all the dogs are in my neighborhood, right? Don't laugh at me. I'm trying to make sure I don't get chased down. But I, I like to walk. And, and also the weather has been a little off, but I like to walk and just think and pray and 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 and, and uh, give God everything that's on my mind. You have to make time for yourself to really debrief your brain and really be able to give everything to God and think through situations. It's very important. Keep a journal. That's what I do. I have a journal that I, I've, I've showed you before and I'm looking at it right now. You can't see it, but I'm looking at it uh, right now. And in my journal, I have times, dates, goals. I have uh, venting and 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 uh, really uh, venting things that have happened to me that I didn't share with a person. I didn't feel comfortable to share them with anybody, but I wanted to make sure they got written down. And so I'll share different thoughts there in my journal. That's going to help you get peace of mind, right? Though you may not be able to control the situation or the person, you can share with God what's happening. And here's the final one, get back to nature. We experience that on our walks in our prayer closets, uh, in Jesus, he was up on the mountain. He went to the garden, right? Finding that place, right? That's so important that you find that place. What does the word of God said about finding and maintaining peace? I love this scripture and it's a memory verse for me. Isaiah 26 and three, it says this, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Of course, this verse here while I was at the Raphael became real to me, right? And some things are caught, not taught. And it's important that you understand that when I throw my son the baseball, uh, he has to catch the baseball. I can't just tell him like I can tell him all day. This is how you do it. But ultimately, we have to go out. We have to practice it. We have to go and try it. We have to uh, attempt to do that thing. And then after multiple attempts and multiple tries, you start to really catch what it is. You start to catch the ball and you'll make a habit of it. And some people never get good at catching the baseball. And here's the analogy. Some people just have a hard time learning to embrace peace and trusting God. They just have a hard time with it. Other Others are gifted at it, and we see that it is a fruit of the Spirit. It's supernatural. So as you grow in your fruit, as you grow in your faith, right, you'll grow in peace. You must grow in your faith, right? That's important. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's Hebrews 11 and 6. So this verse here, God says, he makes it very clear. You keep those in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because they trust in you. So two big things. 
Your mind needs to be on God, focused on God, and you have to trust him with the future. Trust him with your plans. Trust him with your present. Trust him with the things that have happened that are affecting everything right now, right? You got to trust God that he's going to help it work out for you for good, right? All things work together for the good of them who love the Lord, who are called according to his purposes. Like it's so important that you hear this. God wants you to have peace. It is his will that you have peace. God does not want you to be out there loose and worried and anxious. Matter of fact, in the word, he says, do not be anxious. Do not be worried. God wants you to have perfect peace and only he can give you that kind of peace. A heart full of peace overflows from a place of complete trust for God, which can keep us from worrying ourselves into the grave. I hope you have heard some things today that have really stood out to you and that will help you be at ease within yourself, have a sense of self-compassion, right? Un be unruffled by day-to-day -day worries and be prepared to welcome whatever life tosses your way. I want you to grow in power and in trust for God. I want you to know that no situation can break you. You can make it if you're brokenhearted and you're saying, man, I'm just so heavy from this situation. I need you to put your trust, turn your attention to God, go to the word, surround yourself with the body, some people that can be with you to help you navigate life, a community that can speak into you and give you wise counsel. Find some people you can trust. God wants you to do this. And remember, sometimes you got to take a break from social media situations and certain people. When something's affecting your peace, you must take steps to stop whatever it is. Remember, we've been talking about finding and maintaining peace of mind. I hope you've been blessed by this today. Remember, our mission is to help lift the brokenhearted from darkness and despair, inspire hope in everyone, and be a motivational supplement to everyday relational and spiritual health. Thank you for investing your listening ear and your quality time. And don't forget, you can join our monthly support team, invest your financial resources, and I'm going to ask you, as always, to share this with a friend. Make, you, make sure you subscribe or follow or like or wherever it is you're listening on whatever podcast you're listening to. Different platforms have different ways to follow and support. So make sure you subscribe or follow. And finally, here's the greatest message of the episode. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love God with all your heart, mind, and spirit. Have a wonderful day, and we'll see you on the next one.